Shabbat daf kufchaf. The last thing we're discussing uh, the importance of uh, being ma'aneg the Shabbat, respecting the Shabbat, honoring the Shabbat. Then we discussed why uh, bet, why the Beit Hamikdash in Yerushalayim was destroyed. We gave a whole bunch of reasons, and the last thing was a statement by Rava that the Beit Yerushalayim was destroyed because honest people, loyal people, were not there anymore. And the Gemara started the drasha. That it said that when people, when pe- at the end, at the end, people were coming to their brother, they were coming to this one, to that one. They were asking him, "Do you have, uh, do you have a cloak?" Which means, "Do you have the Torah that you cover yourself with?" We said, "Do you have, uh, do you have halachot that you only learn by messing up on?" Meaning, are you holding in the Torah? And they were basically dying to put anyone in charge. We are with that. We are starting Davkov Chaf, the third line in where it says Yisa Bayom Hahu Lemor Lo Yehovesh. Everyone was saying, "I don't have any clothing. I don't put me in charge. I don't have a cloak. I don't put me in charge." And the Gemara explains, "En Yisa El Lashon Shevua." When he says Yisa Bayom Hahu, he's swearing. V'chenu Omer Lo Tisa Chem Hashem means swearing. I'm not, uh, each guy will tell you, I'm not used to learning in the Beit Midrash. I don't have bread or uh, or a cloak in my house. Meaning, uh, even the basic things I don't even have. Not just halachot I don't have. I don't even have the basic things like Gemara, uh, Mishnah, Halacha, none of that stuff. And who says that he's saying it because he's on his Maybe over there is different. Maybe he just you know maybe he's doing he's not he's not honest. But maybe you know if you would tell them I know how to learn, they would say okay, teach us. What's the halacha? And when he wouldn't know, uh, he would get in trouble. So he'd rather just say I don't know. Um, who said he's honest? He always say I learned and I forgot. My What's a I was never in the midrash. It means bichlal. So you see that they were honest. They said I didn't learn. I'm not a rabbi. Don't come to me. So if they were honest, you see they were honest people in Yerushalayim. The Gemara says When it came to Torah, everyone was honest. When it came to money, nobody was honest. Mishnah Matzilin sal malekikarot. I could save a basket that's full of bread. Even if it's enough for a hundred saudot. Nigmal explain why. Behavit, Vigosha de Vela, Vihavit, Shalyain, even if these the, the even if the uh the fig wheel is huge, even if the barrel of wine is huge, you're allowed to save it. Vomela Harimbo Vatsiulachem, and you can tell other people to come, save, and they can take as much as they want. Not just for three saudot, they can take whatever they want because Nogzera on them uh, that they're going to shut off if you let them save a lot. Only on only on the the owner of the house it is Xera, but not on other people. And the Ran says, even though you can't be mafkir your things on Shabbat, it looks like you're trying to make a Kenyan here, it's different. Um, and if they were smart, they would, you know, they come up to him and say, listen, we worked for you on Shabbat, we saved, uh, so give us some money for at least for the work of putting our life in danger to save your Kelim. Where do we save it to? You save it to a Hatser uh, that has a Iruv. And still, with all that, again, you have to be careful not to save too much because you might come to shut off the fire. Ben betera omer af me'orevet, even to uh, even to a place without aruv. And Mishnah adds, ulsham motzi kol kelet and you can take to that hatzer uh, whether it's me'orevet or not. It depends by who. 
uh, you could take out everything else that you own that day, uh, or whatever you're going to be using that uh, that, uh, that Shabbat. And wear whatever you could wear. And uh, you know, cover yourself with everything. You, again, you're trying to save things. You're allowed to do whatever you can to walk out. Only 18 uh, clothings uh, you're allowed to wear. And then you go back and you could do it again. Amen. You can tell other people, come save with me. So again, according to the BOC, you only take out whatever you're gonna need, uh, whatever you need at once, 18 clothing. And in current Tanakama, you can even go back and get more and go back and get more. And the Gemara will have to break down piece by piece. Uh, and uh I look at Rishonim over here? Very interesting Sugyot. So the Mishnah start the Gemara starts by breaking down the Mishnah, which says uh, a person's allowed to save a basket full of bread, even though there's uh, enough for a hundred saudot. We already said in the, the first Mishnah that you're allowed to sell, uh, save only shalosh saudot vetulo, and that's it, not not more. There's a difference between saving one basket with the hundred uh, the hundred breads inside of it, and there's a difference between you want to put one uh, one basket on top of the other, which is too much Torah. And the other one explains If you come to save one basket, save everything. If you want to save a lot of baskets, you only take three baskets worth. Both cases, you want to save a couple of baskets. Depends. If it's that hatzer, then you'll have to save as much as you want. But if it's a different hatzer, only three saudot. A person takes his talit, puts it on the floor, and then he comes and he puts uh, food in there, and then does that again. My, what would be the halakha? And you're coming to save and you could save a lot, like it's like that one basket with a lot of food in it. Or it looks like you're trying to save uh, you, uh, one basket, another basket, and you only have the three saudot, and that's it. And the Gemara says, Rava said, Rav made Rav Hasda make a mistake. Why? What happened? Rav was teaching the Braita that we said before, that a person uh, forgot his barrel of wine on top of the, the, the roof, and it has a crack, and he brings another keli, and he says, he can, and uh, you can't bring a, a keli to put under that uh, barrel something that's big, that enough to more there's something that'll hold more than three uh, saudot. And Rav Hasda agreed with him. Now Rav Hasda agreed with him by accident, and Rav Hasda says that was an accident. What do you see? That what do we hold? That if it's a big keli, I don't care how much is in there. It's all mutar. Go do whatever you have to do. Who says it was a mistake that he agreed with him? Because look at what does it say in the bright over there. Don't bring another keli and get it, you know, and, and catch the wine while the wine is going through the air. Don't put, put don't connect it to the roof. That's that's not allowed. Okay, not a problem. Don't bring another keli aher. He says, you see the word aher? What does that mean? Keli aher, be close. Keli aher, be close. What's aher? Another keli. Whatever you want, even if three, four, five, ten, so don't do whatever you have to do.
the next part of the Mishnah, we said the fig wheel. I tell people, come get a say for you, and if they they're smart, they'll do you know they'll calculate with them afterwards how much they help them out. What do you mean they have to uh, they have to do hashbon with them? They have to calculate with them. He said, "It sounds like uh, you do it for yourselves." They're you know they're getting it. They're, they're owning it themselves. They're teaching them that yes, you're right. It's hefker, but come uh, give it back, and then he'll pay you for your work. Amarava, he's like that. Okay, if they were Hasidim, they can take money for working on Shabbat. The person who's saving is Yerash Shaman. He doesn't want to start, you know, he doesn't want to take other people, what belongs to other people. He doesn't want to, you know, that's not his thing. But on the other hand, he doesn't want to work for free either. Uh, she says he's not a Hasid, he's a Yeresh but he's not on the level of a Hasid. So he wants at least to make something. He doesn't work for free. This is what the Tanah is saying. If they know that this is not Shabbat, meaning they didn't do this to get money, they're allowed to come and discuss with their money after Shabbat. Meaning, like Rabbi Hanel explains, it's theirs, and now we want to give it back to you, quote unquote, as a present. But you got to pay us for this present, and we're t- we're charging you whatever the cost of waste of time would be. Now the Gemara goes back to the Mishnah again. Where do they save it to? Uh, they get uh, they take it to Hatzir Shemorevit, Namorevit, and and so on. And they wear and they they wear more clothing. They tell someone else to come and save. Why in the beginning when we're talking about food, the katana lachem it says come and save for you. And when it comes to clothing, you save me. So Amre they said the gabem is not katana lachem mishum deloka hazu because by by food you know you can it's not for you because you can't eat. You can only eat three saudot. Why does it say Aimi? Come save with me. Because during Shabbat, you could change your clothing as much as you want. You want to wear something in the morning, afternoon, in between. So, really, it's you're saving it for him. The food, a person going to three seldot. He has to wear the clothing in the burning house. Go outside, take it off. And do the same thing. Eighteen clothing, not more. What are the eighteen uh, clothing? Miktorin, a cloak. Unkeli is like a cape that's a little bit wide. Uh, by the shoulders, upunda kalbus, a belt and a cloak uh, of linen, vehaluk and some sort of undergarment, I guess, on the shirt, veapiliot and a robe that you cover your entire self with, maaporet, like some sort of kerchief that you put over your head, ushne sefarkin, the shoelaces, ushne minalin shoes, ushne anpiliot socks. Ushne pargod and two types of like uh, underpants, the hagor shibamotnav and another type of belt, the kova shibirosho and and your yeah, hat, the sudash shibetsavaro and a scarf around around your neck. Now that we discussed whatever we're going to save, now we're going to discuss how to stop that fire from spreading. The hide, the leather of a, of, a, of a goat that's wet, 
Al gabe shida teva umigdal. Put it on a uh, on top of a box, a chest, a closet that's on fire. A husband to hold the fire. Mepneshehu meharech because all you're doing is like lightly burn it, but not really burn it, and therefore you're just protecting uh, the wood vessels. Ve'asin mechitza bechol akelim, and you could make a like a block, a barrier with any vessel, with any keli. Full or empty. So the fire doesn't pass there. Rabbi says you can't use an earthenware, a clay keli uh, that's full of water. Because they can't stand in front of the fire. They're going to break. They're going to break. And then also the water is going to come. It's going it's to extinguish the fire. Amarav Yehuda Amarav. Talitsha Hasba or you have a cloak, you have a shirt that's on fire. Mitzad had on one side. Notin alei amay mitzad had. Throw water on it on the other side. Ve'im kafta kafta. And if it and if it got extinguished, it got extinguished. And Tosfot says don't dafka put it on a on a on cloth because then you're doing laundry. And then you get into the whole psikra share question over here and uh, look at the mifashim. Metive talitsha Hasba or mitzad had. You have a you have a shirt that has a fire on one side. You take it off. You 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 put it back on. You put it on you. You put you mean if it, if the fire shut off, it shut off again. You take it off, put it back on, and it, during that, if it I guess you rubbed off the fire, then it's okay. Same idea with the sefer Torah. But you open it up, you start reading. And if all of a sudden the fire went away, it's great. Now it sounds like uh, you're allowed to do something that that, that uh, not you're not allowed to put something that's going to make the fire uh, extinguish like uh, water, but you could do something that uh, that makes the fire not spread and if it shuts, it shuts. So the Gemara answers Rav Benanas, who allows uh, you to put the uh, the goat's hide to make sure the fire doesn't pass. Over there, it's different. The, the leather, the height of the, 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 of the goat, it's not, the fire won't do anything. It's not going to burn it. Okay, but, but an indirect extinguishing. I mean, you're not doing it for, uh, what you, he's going to allow such a thing? The Gemara answers in, yes, he's going to allow such a thing. allow you with the earthenware pot with the water inside. Because of there you can indirectly cause a uh, extinguishing. which is He allows you. And Rav is Bosaiklakanas that you could indirectly extinguish something. You have a candle that's on a piece of wood. You shake that piece of wood and the candle falls. And if it uh, gets extinguished, it gets extinguished. This is only if you forgot the candle there. But if you did put it there on purpose, then that piece of wood becomes a base for something that is asur. And you can't even touch that. Tana, you have a candle that's behind the door. You could uh, open and close your door, like usual. And if uh, you know the wind blew out the fire, the wind blew out the fire. Rav would curse either the rabbis uh, being posek like this or the people doing it.
Now, just to stop a second and discuss the Tosafot, uh, discusses what exactly is going on with this uh, with this candle that's on this piece of wood. Uh, number one is he holds it can't be that there's oil inside of it, otherwise it'd be, if you spoil the oil, you'd be mechayev mishomechabeh. Then the Tosafot brings a Yerushami that says we're talking about a candle that already shut off and we're talking about, you know, mukze purposes, not shutting off. Then you have the, the Rashbah who brought in the name of the Aruch that since you have you no know, uh, enjoyment out of this psikrashe of uh, knocking it off the wood, then it should be okay. You have the Meir Shita and the, the, the Re'em Horowitz. Uh, he mentioned it, he, he has a whole uh, explanation why uh, why Rav was cursing the people who were posek that way. And Ayin, uh, very good, so we have to look into now the Gemara continues. Why would Rav curse? If you hold like Rabbi Yehuda, and the Tana holds like Rabbi Shimon, Mishum the Rav Savar like Rabbi Yehuda, called Tana like Rabbi Shimon, made let laitle. Why? Because one Rabbi holds like Rabbi Shimon, you hold like Rabbi Yehuda, you're gonna go curse him. Amar this, Rav Ashi answered back, Rav cursed the people who were posek that way. Beha, filo Rabbi Shimon modeh, even Rabbi Shimon would agree in this type of situation. Deha, bayev verava deamreta, vayu modeh Rabbi Shimon, bepsik rashev, eloy amut, in a situation where the melacha was automatically going to happen, even Rabbi Shimon would admit. And the same story with the, uh, with the, with the candle behind the, the door, what it, you do, it's a psik rashev that's going to happen. If you're going to keep on opening the door and closing, opening, closing, opening, of course the wind's going to shut it off. And that's why he got upset. A person's allowed to open the door opposite a fire. Layet would curse. What are we dealing with? If we're talking about a regular wind, why should you be oser? If you want to tell me we're dealing with the case where it's a crazy wind, tornado, who lets you open the door? So we have to say, Le'olam beruach metzuyah. We're talking about a reasonable, normal wind. More savar gazrinan, more savar lo gazrinan. Abayeh holds we should be gozer, that a person should not do such a thing. Why? Because uh, you might come to open the door when there's a tornado outside. More and Rav held that we're not gozer because no one's going to open the door when there's a tornado outside. So now we're back to the Mishnah. Osin mechitza. You're allowed to make a mechitza without any keli. And you have Rabbi Yossi who says you can't use... Uh, that are full with water because they're going to explode and they're going to shut the fire. Let me what are you coming to me? The Rabbanan Savregaram Kibui Mutar, the Hachamim allow an indirect uh, extinguishing of a fire, putting out a fire. Verbiosi Savagram Kibui Asur, and Verbiosi holds that to indirectly extinguish a fire is Asur. The Haib Hashem Ainanda, we heard the opposite, the Tanya. You're allowed to make a mechitza with an empty keli, and even with the with the full one, with full with water. If they're not going to break, so what are we talking about that are not going to break? You're allowed to put a metal pot, for example, that is not going, even if they full with water. Why? Because it's not going to explode. Even kelecheres that are made from kvashichir and kvachananya, which are very, very thick, and they're not, they're not going to break. And you see that Rabbi Yossi is mekel when it comes to, he's more lenient when it comes to indirectly putting out a fire. And hachamim are the ones who are more mahmir. And in our Mishnah, it sounds like it's the opposite, that Rabbi Yossi is more mahmir than hachamim. 
And I know I'm pushing it a little bit. It's not exactly opposite, but the Tosfot and Rishonim discuss it. Now, the Gemara answers, So maybe you want to say that our Mishnah is wrong and it's opposite. And you have to say that the Rabbi Yossi de Braita de Vrem Kamar. You have to say that Rabbi Yossi is the one who allows the partition or the the, the wall with the Kelim, even the default order and Hachamim are the one who are Oser. And Rabbi Yossi in the Braita is saying, according to you, Hachamim, he was in the Braita, he's saying to them that according to your Shita, where it's Asur, you have to admit to me, but it, that if it comes from Kfar Shachin and Hananya, that you're, that uh, there's not even a problem with uh, Gram Kibui. With the indirectly, let's say let's set it up that way. Our our back and forth. The Gemara says you can't say the opposite. You can't say that uh, it's opposite of Mishnah. We know who is the rabbi who holds that indirectly putting out a fire is asur. So we know this. You can't say that our Mishnah is the opposite. So something is wrong over here. So you can't flip our Mishnah. Right, so the Ubraita Kula Rebiosi and the Ubraita that we just brought is all Rebiosi. Also, ha, uh, so what's going on? The way they were to set up the Braita is like this. You're allowed to make Mechitza uh, with empty Kelim, Ubmele'im, Sheendakan, Nishtaber. And any uh, and any keli that's not go- even if it's full of water, if it's not going to break, you're allowed. So which kelim don't usually break? Kelim matachot. And only that the brayta adds uklek vashichin uklek kvar haninia nami end the kamish taber. Why should be Yosi Omer af kelek vashichin uklek kvar haninia end the kamish taber? Because the the kelim from those cities don't break. So now the Gemara asks verame the rabbanan or the rabbanan. Banan verse Rabbanan, and you're going to say with the following Brayta, the Rabbi Yossi, the Rabbi Yossi, the Rabbi Yossi, the Rabbi Yossi, the Rabbi Yossi. Why? Netanya. Hareshaya Shem Katuv Lo Adesra. A person had a tattoo of Shem Hashem. Right? According to Hachamim, Hareshe Lo Yerachot. You're not allowed to wash your hands because you might come to erase Hashem. Velo Yasuch, and you can't put oil. Velo Yamod Bimkomat Inofet, and you can't even stand in a place where they're disgusting. Misdamna Lo Tevila Shem Mitzvah. You have to go be tovel. You put a reed or something on it, so this way the it doesn't get erased. Ve'yored ve'tovel. Rabbi Yossi Omer le'olam yored ve'tovel k'darko b'vat shelosh As long as you don't rub. Now, bottom line is, what do you see over here? But according to Hachamim, you're not allowed to indirectly cause uh, the erasing of Shem Hashem, and according to Rabbi Yossi, you're allowed. But when it comes to indirectly uh, putting out a fire, you see that it's the bidyuk opposite. That the Rabbi Yossi is the one who's mahmir. Meaning the real question is why are they why do they have opposite views if indirect should be the same halachot indirect here indirect there indirect everywhere should be the same uh, you should have the same kav either asur or mutar is, is are you doing something or not so like my answer shani hatam no the erasing of shem hashem the amar kera the pasuk says veibatemet sheva min hamakom ahu lo taasun ken hashem loechem you have to erase the goyim's avodah zaran don't do the same thing to hashem. Asiyahu de Asur, Gramashare. Over there, Rabbi could always tell you that actually erasing is a problem, but the indirectly cause it, maybe it's mutar. Ihachi, Hachanami, Ketiv, Lota Aseko Melacha. It says, Asiyahu de Asur, Gramashare. Maybe uh, indirectly doing a Melacha should also be. It says, Lota Ase, not the. Uh, maybe indirectly should be mutar. 
So the Gemara explains the Rabbi Yossi. Because a person is so worried about his money, if you allow him to indirectly cause a, a, a putting out of a fire, he's going to come to extinguish the fire straight up. However, this time it doesn't apply when it comes to erasing Shem Hashem because we don't expect the Jew to erase Shem Hashem on purpose. So if that's the case, Kashia Ihachi Kashia Drabanan 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 have a problem. Indirectly putting something out that a person is worried about his money and we're still allowing him to uh, to put out the fire indirectly. Over here by erasing Shem Hashem, of course they, 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 they should be matir, right? The Gemara pushes back. Wait, you, you really think this game, uh, you really think that's their shita? You think that Hachamim said put a reed, the gemi around you, so you don't raise him Hashem? Hi gemi echidami. This reed, what are we talking about? Idemadek. If it's tight, ve hatitza. It's a hatitza, and then your tevidlo doesn't work. Veidlo mehedak. And if it's not tight, arleb b'mayan. The boy's gonna come and erase it. So the Gemara pushes back. Okay, you want you want to start talking hatitza? Tipukle mishum dio. The dio that says Hashem's name on his arm. That uh, th- that in itself is a hatzitza. The Gemara says not belachah. It's it's what Tanya Adam veAdiyah Devash veHalav yeveshim chotzetim. All these different liquids, if they dry, they're chotzets. They block the tevila from coming in. It's not a kosher tevila lachim. But if they wet, and chotzetim. Okay, bottom line, they're not chotzets, but you still have a problem. As according to Hachamim, why do you need the reed on his arm? If it's not tight, either if it's tight, it's a hatitza. If it's not tight, you're gonna erase. If it's if it's what? Ela mara baba rab sheila hainu tamad rabanan. Why they make you cover? Uh, uh, why they make you cover Hashem's name with the reed? The kasavre asul amod b'fnei Hashem arumi. They hold you're not allowed to stand in front of Hashem's name with without any clothes on. Miklal the rabbi yosi savar mutal amod b'fnei Hashem arum. So you tell me that rabbi yosi holds you allowed to stand in front of Hashem? Without your clothes on? No, the Gemara answers no. According to BC, it's enough. You put your hand over it and, and then you jump in. So you could do the same thing. Rabbanan said the same thing and they don't need the, the, the gemi. No, the Gemara answers. Hachamim are worried that you're going to get take off your hand and you're going to that you're, and you're going to go in and you're going to be standing in front of Hashem without the clothes on. So the Rabbi Yossi Nami, the Zimnin the Mishnah of the Veshakil, Rabbi Yossi, you have the same problem. You're worried that he's going to take that he's going to take off his hand and he's going to jump in. Ela ideika gemai hachinami. No. So rather, what are we talking about? Even Rabbi Yossi admits, if you have a gemi to cover it, cover it. Right? Don't use your hand. So what are we dealing with over here? Where is there machloket? Do I have to go around looking for something, uh, for a reed to cover my arm? It's not a mitzvah to, to be tovel on time. Go find your uh, gemi and then come back. And then therefore go around, look for it. There's a mitzvah to be tovel at the right time. We're not going to make you chase around right now looking for a game if you could go to the mikveh right now. Rashi says, we learned from that it has to be on time. And Hachamim say the Pasuk is just giving me a, you know, an extra good advice to be tovel before the night time. So you could, uh, you know, you could uh, beat the tahor before the night and you could eat your terumah. 
We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem. Amen. Amen.